Welcome to the Daily Devo here on the Waypoint Church Podcast. My name is Logan Miller, one of the worship leaders here, and I'm so thankful that you're tuning in this Tuesday morning with us to start your day off in the Word of God. So without further ado, we're just going to jump in today. We are in John chapter 11. This is the story of Lazarus, and it's starting in verse 1. And it says this, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the son of God may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So catch this, right? Jesus loves them. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. I'm just going to press pause on that for a second because if I'm on the other end of that, I'm not loving that right now. And I think the reality is sometimes we feel that way towards God, right? Well, man, God, you say you love me. Why are you waiting two days? Why are you not coming through right now? Or maybe you put yourself in that. Now, Logan loved so-and-so. And because of that, when he heard they were in trouble, he dropped what he was doing and he went quickly to help. That's the expectation. But I love that that's not what happens here. Jesus stayed two days longer. And after that, he said, let us go to Judea again. And now that's one sentence, but what's powerful about this moment is that going to Judea was the beginning of the walk to the cross for Jesus. And so this is really the turning point where everything begins to lead up to culminate in that moment. And so to go save Lazarus, Jesus begins the walk to his death. Verse eight, the disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you and you're going to go there again? And Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. And after saying these things, he said to them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. And the disciples said, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he had meant he was taking a rest. And then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. So I love that. This whole notion of Jesus waiting, right? And he, what he comes to with the disciples is this idea that he has died. And I'm thankful that I wasn't there right when it happened. I'm thankful I wasn't there right before it happened. I'm thankful that it's two days later that we're setting off to go because at this point, there will be no doubt as to what has happened here. So you're not going to be able to question my power. You're not going to be able to question my goodness. You're not going to be able to question the miracle because it's long gone and he's dead. And I love that for your sake. I'm glad I wasn't there so that you may believe, man. Sometimes we need to hear that, that the moment may not come through right when we think it should, or when we want it to, but it's for our belief and it's for our faith and it's for our trust in God. 
So now we'll jump to verse 17. Now, when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. And Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And here it is, verse 25. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God who is coming into the world. And that last little bit there is so critical to this story. Because if we miss that, this is just a story of Jesus going and performing a really miraculous event, right? He raises somebody from the dead. But what Jesus is saying is, I can raise a ton of people to bodily life here. But if I don't continue on my path, if I don't continue to the cross where I will die in everyone's place and be raised again, if I don't do that, it's all irrelevant because I can bring these people back to life, but they will still be spiritually dead. And on the flip side, if I do go do this, If I go to that cross and I'm raised again, it's irrelevant what happens because he will live. He's got perfect eternal life with me. And that's a powerful statement because sometimes we want a band-aid to a problem. Sometimes we pray to God for an answer to what we think is the problem, but is really not. We're trying to fix a a scab when we've got a much bigger problem in our lives. And so Jesus raises Lazarus and he brings that bodily life back. But the story doesn't end there. And ultimately the story culminates with that cross on Calvary and with that resurrection where Jesus imparts perfect spiritual wholeness, spiritual life, and raises Lazarus in a spiritual sense, in a sense that can never be taken away. Because our bodies are fading. And the older I get, the more I realize that, the more I've got aches and pains in places I never thought or knew I could get aches and pains. And I still fancy myself a relatively young man, but it's the truth. We are fading. And so Jesus comes not to save just bodily life. He comes to save spiritual life. And that's not just for Lazarus. That's for anyone who would put their trust in his name. So uh, that is the first part of John 11. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that quick little study on that. I love that passage and what it says. I love Uh, all of the imagery of Jesus going to save someone, but to do that, he has to begin that journey to the cross, man. What a powerful image. Um, So that's it for today. I am going to tell you this. uh, I think we're going to have a special guest on the podcast tomorrow. Uh, So make sure you tune in, make sure you send it to a friend so that they can tune in as well. I think you're going to enjoy it and it's going to be fun. So uh, 